Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is chilling. Truth. And that's what I decided I'm going to murder my mother. And I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm the king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Okay, so next time you see me. No one's, I'm, I'm actually uh, doing a live stream of this as well, and there's nobody in here, which I guess is fine. Maybe I should do it on my, like, personal Instagram, because I have a lot more followers on there. But okay, let's just get into the episode, because I'm tired of talking about all the other bullshit that's going on. So, I'm going to talk to you guys today about the conspiracy theory that, tw- that, uh, that the world really did end in 2012. So, December 21st, 2012, many people believe that since the Mayan calendar ended, that the world was also going to end. Which, I don't really understand why we started using it for a doomsday uh, scenario, because we never used the Mayan calendar for literally anything else. I don't know why that was the one thing. We're like, we're going to pick it up now. And we haven't talked about it since, so I don't know why everybody was freaking out about it. But basically, December 21st, 2012 was our generation's Y2K. So if you're, we have younger listeners, I'm sure. If you weren't alive in 2001, or you were too young in 2001 to know what was going on in uh, was it two? It's two thousand, not two thousand one. Two thousand one was September eleventh. If you want to hear more about that, we did cover nine eleven a while back. You can go listen to that if you would like. But back in twenty two thousand, the world was supposed to end at midnight on New Year's. Uh, planes were going to fall out of the sky. Computers were going to take over. Whatever the fuck. I don't know. I was like not old enough to really know what was going on. I got a PS one for Christmas that year, so I was living the life. I was having a good time playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, so I wasn't worried about the world ending. But December 21st did come and go, uh, and the world didn't end, which I guess is a shame because that was the last time I felt excited about a date. I'm still here, just waiting for the sweet release of death to come. But this brings me to the theory. Did the world actually end? Has nothing been the same since? I don't think anything's been the same since. Uh, But yeah, this episode we're going to get into that. Uh, and how the world really did end, and how we're living in a basically shared hallucination that everything is still the same. So first off, let's talk about the Mayan calendar. The Mayan calendar itself, according to Wikipedia, is a system of calendars using used in pre-Columbian Mesoamerica and in many modern communities in the Guatemalan highlands of Veracruz and Chiapas, Mexico. Uh, the calendar consists of several cycles or counts of different lengths. The 260-day count is known to scholars as Zolkin. And yes, I'm saying it right. I looked how to I looked up how to pronounce it. But that is to track longer lengths of time. And then or no no no, I'm sorry, that's to track uh, shorter lengths of time. To track longer lengths of time, they used a different calendar called the long count, which is also what Dracula calls his penis. It is a count of days since a mythological start point. However, according to the correlation between the long count uh, the correlation between the long count and the Western calendars is believed that the date was somewhere around August 11th. I don't even know how to pronounce. I don't fucking know how to say it. Three one one four BCE in proleptic, uh, pro proleptic Gregorian calendar on or September 6th in the Julian calendar. And honestly, before this episode, I didn't know there was a bunch of different calendars. I thought we just had one. You know, the one with dogs and the squares and the numbers and the different holidays and shit, that's the only way you remember them, but, you know, I guess there's a bunch more. So let's move on from the Mayan calendar, since it was wrong in the first place, and let's actually talk about the theory of 2012. 
So December 21st, 2012 was supposed to be the end of the world. They even made a fucking movie about it. The movie was really good. I watched it this morning at like 5 o'clock, actually. But it was theorized for a while, but it did not end, as we are all aware, because we're still here listening to me Babylon. So... It was the year. It was the year that CERN, the European Council for Nuclear Research, uh, the French acronym actually lines up right. It doesn't line up right in English, but I'm not going to attempt to say it in French. But 2012 was the year they discovered the Higgs boson, which is a particle predicted by Stephen Hawking, uh, could destroy the universe. Uh, or in his words, I'm not going to do his voice because uh, I don't really want to, and I don't really want people to get mad. But he is kind of a scumbag. Like, he cheated on his wife somehow. I don't know how his body... I don't want to be offensive. But I don't know if his penis works. So he also hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. So I'm I'm still not going to do the voice because I don't want to. And I don't want to embarrass myself by attempting it. So he said that the Higgs Boston could, quote, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay. Right now, since no one's fucking watching my live. Perfect. Okay, so, uh, in other words, the world would end, but according to CERN, that is only partly true. So, in a 2014 popular mechanics article titled, What Stephen Hawking Really Said About Destroying the Universe, which is pretty on the nose, I mean, it's kind of a clickbait, it sounds like to me, but they said in July 2012, when scientists at CERN's large hadron colander Collider, sorry, culminated decades of work with their discovery of the Higgs boson. Most physicists celebrated. Stephen Hawking did not, probably because he can't stand up. The fame theorist expressed his disappointment that nothing more unusual was found, calling the discovery a pity in a way, which is so fucking condescending, you fucking asshole. But he didn't, he did say that it could destroy the universe. Um, but that's what many reports in the media said earlier this week. This is from a September 2014 article. Quoting a preface Hawking wrote to a book called Starmus, according to the Australian, the preface reads, and I didn't know Stephen Hawking was fucking Australian, honestly. I thought he was American. But that's cool. Uh, but he, it reads, in part, the Higgs potential has the worrisome feature that it might become metastable at energies above 100 billion giga electron volts, or GeV. This could mean that the universe could undergo catastrophic vacuum decay with a bubble of the true vacuum expanding at the speed of light. This could happen at any time, and we wouldn't see it coming. Which I guess is kind of comforting, because, you know, it's not like the sun's going to fall out of the sky, and, like, you might live and your family dies, and then you just wander the world with guilt on your mind forever. So it's good that it basically would just, you wouldn't even know it happened. Which is why it did happen. So, is... Everything the same, or did CERN accidentally create a black hole that sucked us in without us even knowing? Or did our collective unconsciousness get transfer consciousness get transferred to another simulation? Notice how I said another. But I've always thought about how cool it would be to have our consciousness like uploaded like to a fucking robot or something. Kind of like that movie Chappie. You guys have ever seen that movie with uh, Diane Word or Diane Vert? I don't know how to fucking how they say it, but yeah, it's pretty sick. Um, but anyway, the idea of us living in a simulation isn't new. It actually dates back to the 3rd century. So Alan Watts is quoted saying, Imagine a multidimensional spider's web in the early morning covered with dewdrops, and every dewdrop contains a reflection of all the other dewdrops, and in each of reflected dewdrop, the reflections of all the other dewdrops in that reflection, and so on and so forth. 
so this is the Buddhist concept of the universe in an image. So basically it's like to put it in terms that we all can understand. It's basically when you go into a bathroom and there's two mirrors on each side and you can just see forever. That's like what the universe is kind of like. There's also turtles all the way down, which is pretty fucking doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. I don't know what that fucking noise was. But I don't know what turtles all the way down is. Well, I know what it is, but it's a theory that our universe is on the back of a turtle and that the turtle is on the back of another turtle and then that turtle's also on the back of a turtle and then that turtle knows a fucking rat that lives in the sewer and they learn karate and they all turn into the fucking ninja turtles. And that's actually the origins of the ninja turtles. But hi to everybody who's watching this on live. I'm actually, it's weird seeing myself in a, like a, video doing this so it's kind of awkward honestly and i'm sweating because it's hot in my house but uh fun fact stranger things and eternal sunshine of the spotless mind are actually loosely based on some experiments that actually did happen but preston b nichols who is supposed to who is a supposed whistleblower who worked on the montauk project which were time travel experiments done by the u.s government uh, at Montauk Air Force Base, he claimed they could never travel past 2012 because there was no future past it. Oh, it I don't know, man. It just Time travel is a crazy thing. But another branch of the conspiracy tree to this is the Mandela Effect. So a lot of the info I'm about to give comes from Nick Hinton on Twitter, which I know is not like... If this is a fucking book report, I would get a bad grade because there's no... That's not a real source, just like Wikipedia is not, but fuck it. I don't have time to read books and shit right now. So he made a thread displaying all the cases of the Mandela effect and basically alternate realities or alterations to our timeline to dumb it down. Um, but I fully subscribe to this theory of alternate universes. I believe there is a parallel universe out there that we actually exist in. But in those realities, everything you said no to in this reality, you actually said yes to in that reality. And whenever you have deja vu... That's when you and your alternate self are at the same point in your life when you're trying to make a decision. It's really cool. I've actually looked pretty deep into that, and it's it'll fuck you up if you really look into it. It's crazy shit. So one of the more popular examples of the Mandela Effect is the Bernstein Bears book. So if you were born in the 90s, you'd think of it as B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, Bears, right? But if you go look it up right now, it's B-E-R-N-S-T-A-I-N, bears and why did this change and all the books dating back also changed that's it doesn't make any fucking sense but there's also jc penny which is capital j capital c capital p e n n y instead of capital j capital c capital p e n n e y uh and the looney tunes l o o n y t o o n s instead of l o o n y t u n e s but these are all very small things but i think that they're worth noting because it shows that at some point, all of that shit changed. At some point that we – our universe did end. Our, our simulation was shut down and it was reopened. Like it was re – like I closed a fucking tab and then I opened another one and I was like, let all the people be in that fucking existence now. Okay. <clears throat> another one is the Statue of Liberty being on Ellis Island. So when in fact – now it is on Liberty Island. There's actually a painting that shows the Statue of Liberty on Ellis Island, but, I mean, I guess the painter could be fucking dumb. He painted it at the wrong place, or he didn't want it to be there. I don't know. It's not a great example, but I figured I'd throw it in there anyway because it's fun to think about. There's also a fact that photos exist from inside the torch, but right before the U.S. entered into World War I, now I have a little history lesson here, 
The Germans conducted a terrorist attack in New York City. It's called, it was called the Black Tom Explosion. July 30th, 1916, an explosion occurred in the New York Harbor, destroying over $20 million in military equipment. It also damaged the Statue of Liberty, and that's why the torch is closed. But there are incidents where people have taken photos of the torch and told stories about going up there. Now, they could be all hoaxes, and it could be fake, but not. And for the sake of my podcast and credibility, it's all real, and you can't tell me that it's not. So Nick also talks about a user on 4chan, which is a war is probably the worst source you could come up with, but I'm going to go ahead and use it. So, however, this user claimed to be one of the 23 scientists at CERN who had helped in creating the Mandela effect. Um, this person also claimed that the universe worked like Russian nesting dolls, simulations inside of another simulation, and so on and so forth. But on the topic of simulations, I feel like this would be uh, a good time to bring up alternate universes again. Actually, wait, hold on. Yeah, I already talked about that. Never mind. I don't know why I fucking put it in here twice. But if you take all this information, I know it was very quick and it was very fast. And this is only like a 15-minute episode because I basically didn't have any jokes thrown in. Um, and Johnny's not here to ramble. So it's a very short episode. But if you take all of this information that I just gave you, I don't think it's crazy to think that the world could have possibly ended in 2012 and started over again and is somehow worse. We're living in some kind of weird black hole that is getting worse by the day. Honestly, it's like every fucking day something crazier happens that, you know, is making the world pretty shitty. So, um, if you guys would like, you can follow me on Instagram at how the dad's show. Obviously all the people watching this on Instagram live already follow me. You can follow Johnny at Johnny2Jokes. Go follow him for real, please, because I'm tired of him complaining about not getting any followers from this, and I need to prove a point. And you can follow the show at The Chilling Truth Podcast. If you did enjoy the show today, you can go leave a review on iTunes, but please go listen to other episodes. Don't let this be your uh, your go-to to decide if you like the show or not. So go do that, and then uh, we will be back hopefully next week. I'm not sure what's going on with Johnny just yet. I mean, as far as, like, him getting back to record and everything like that, I'm not really rushing it. But we'll be back as soon as we can be. And if not, I'll fucking do it again by myself. I don't care. I don't care if you guys liked it or not. I'll do it again. So I will catch you guys on the flippity flip. Later.